Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm so impressed we both still have our voices. Dude, I Misha, when we got home, he was like, you are so <laughs> fucking loud. Did he lock himself in a room? Because he like came to stand next to me because he was like, I can't stand on that side of Gina anymore. She's too loud. But then he disappeared because I think I was also too loud. Dude, but- he... He said to me last night, he's like, it's great. I love it. I think that you're you're doing the right thing. But to stand directly in front of you at such a time, here, I was going to give you more. Oh, I was going to cheers. <laughs> um, is not good for my, my, uh, my health. Yeah, mental health. So, and my poor daughter, who I was holding at the time, also got a lot of that brunt. But she's cheers. fine. Cheers. Okay. We're talking about the Boston Marathon yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was so awesome. Ryan hates wooing. And I'm like, that's what you do with the Boston Marathon. Like, you just, everybody, like, he hates wooing? Yeah. Like, when people say, woo! Really? And I'm a wooer. I'm a woo girl. Oh, my God. Me too. How do you hate wooing? Ryan, if you're listening, (laughs) what about about it do you hate? Just like, I don't know. And he was, yeah. He was like in the in the Misha boat. And oh my then god! Aiden so he must despise me now. Then Aiden started wooing, and yeah. I was like, "Woo!" I taught him how to woo. <laughs> it's a life skill. Yeah, so you much need to know fun. how to properly do it. Just like you need to know how to properly clap on the right beats of the song. Mm, we talked about this last week, didn't we? Yes, you need to know how to properly woo mm-hmm. during a sporting event, a concert, yep. mm. something that excites you. Excites the inside. Sparks joy. Sparks joy. Yes, the Boston Marathon is my favorite day of the year. I think it's yours as well. Yeah. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's so, so much fun. I was talking to my husband last night. He's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, it wasn't that fun. I'm like, honey, what did you want? Stay he's like, the fuck home. He's like, I wanted to go into Boston and go to a Red Sox game and get fucked up and then go to the finish line and do. I'm like, we did that 10 years ago. ago. We have three children yeah. who you you know it sounds nice to that the thought of them going and doing these things with you like dragging your kids into boston for a red sox game which we do often right because we have season tickets so we go constantly but i the let's just break it down right so you go to a red sox game which is a minimum of three hours our kids are in the stands the only thing that entertains them is annoying other people around them, poking them, <laughs> grabbing their hair, waving to them, trying to talk to them. Well, these people are just trying to have a good old time and get shit-faced in the stands with other like-minded adults. Enjoy the game. And they have to sit in those chairs or be in that row for like three hours. Yeah. And the only thing that entertains them is pissing everybody off and food. Right, yeah. Right? Endless. Endless food. So I pack a shitload of snacks, like in an obscene, like you could feed a third world country with the amount of snacks that I pack for a single fucking Red Sox game. Dead serious. I pack beef sticks. I of pack course. just blocks of cheese, $40 worth of fruit. It's absurd. Crackers up the waz. It's ridiculous. And then you want to drag them to the finish line of the Boston Marathon, it is packed to the gills. Like, yeah. it is so crowded everywhere you go. Everybody Can you imagine is hammered. Walking? You can't walk. I know. You can't fucking walk. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. I'm like, there's three of them, and they're already pissed from having to sit through a Red Sox game. And now you want to pack them in 
like up against a steel barricade. Like, what are you talking about? Just to watch some people run like across a finish line. We'll do it someday, yeah. but now is not the time. Take the win for what it is. We had this wonderful mile one yes. spot that's like Love it. 10 minutes from our house. We're easy in, easy out. There's no, like, there are crowds. There's a ton of people, but it's not like the oppressiveness yeah, you, that exists you, yes. in Boston or even, you know, in Newton. Mm-hmm. You know, Newton and beyond is where the dragons be. It's a fucking shit show out there. One year I want to go, um, I follow this account and they do like post all these things that you can like do with kids and the, the community kangaroo. They yeah, post, yeah, like, yeah. All, they posted um, playgrounds along the Boston Marathon route. That's amazing. And I was like, oh, wow, that's like, that's such a great idea. One of them is in Wellesley. Yeah. Like right before you get into like right after the Whole Foods, before you get into Newton. like like Newton. Yeah. Like before you get to 95. Yeah. yeah. I know, you know, I know that's I like used a to go there at Whole Foods all the time. I lived but, in Natick. I used yeah, to go so there all the, the time. The there's a is it a school? I'm sure you. It's can a pitch. church. Okay, church. It had the playground, and yeah. it's right there on the route. I was like, "It's amazing. That's brilliant." It's I mean, I still have idea. kids that nap. Yeah, right. So it's like, okay, like the idea of it is. Well, that's what's so beautiful about where we are yes. on the route. And yes. you get there early, mm-hmm. and you leave early. You're you home. get to see all of the groups, and you're home by noon. Yeah, it's lovely. And then you get it. home, mm-hmm. you bathe everybody because this year was a wet one. Yep. You throw everybody in into their into their beds, and then you have to wake the oldest one up at four fifteen. He did, he slept until four fifteen. Three, uh, he slept for like a, it was a solid three hours, maybe a little bit over. We had to go wake him up. God bless that child. That's amazing. He slept for twelve hours last night. Speaking of sleeping, is it my a mouse child or a is child? not. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's a child. It's a uh, school vacation week, and uh, to that. We cheers with um, a podcast brought to you by alcohol. We are drinking. What are we drinking? We're drinking kava. Baraska kava. I love kava. Mm -hmm. It is such a fantastic everyday alternative to champagne. It's, dare I say, basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Kava and champagne are made in the exact same way. So for anybody who doesn't know, champagne, like there's a designated origin. It can only come from the Champagne region of France. It's a very it's like a northern region, very cold and rainy, and the grapes are, you know, like a very specific they come a very specific specific terroir, if you will. Um and it's made by like the standard wine making process, but then to get the bubbles, every individual bottle is treated with what's called a dosage. So they add to each individual bottle after it's aged in the bottle, because uh, that's how champagne is aged. It's not oaked. It's not put in barrels. Okay. It's aged in the bottle. They add a small amount of sugar into the individual bottles okay. for it to ferment in the bottle to cause, and the, like, the fermentation process releases carbon dioxide, which is where you get the bubbles. It's not like a seltzer where you're like injecting it with CO2. Right, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. It's caused from natural fermentation of sugar. It's called a dosage after it's been aged. Dosage. Dosage, yes. Got and it. then it's corked, shipped to your local uh, packy, as if you're from the <laughs> fucking Boston area. It's called packy. a fucking packy. Um, shipped to your local liquor store. 
and uh, is available for your enjoyment. But kava is made the same exact way. It's given a dosage, it's aged in the bottle, but it's just made from different grapes. And it's Spanish. Kava mm. is always okay. a Spanish grape. Um, so, for example, for like a champagne, champagne can only be made but using three grapes. It's Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay. Okay. Kava is the Maccabeo grape, I believe. Okay. So it's Maccabeo, Grenache, which is one of my favorite. I love Grenache. Um, you can use uh, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, all different kinds of grapes. So champagne has a little bit more stringency when it comes to the type of variety that yep. can be used. Yeah. But cava is made in the same way. And if you're a fan of other grapes besides Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Pinot Meunier, cava is great for every day. And it's like a third of the price. Like you can get like champagne, sky is the limit, right? right. Like yes. You can get some mm-hmm. insanely mm-hmm. expensive um, champagnes. Cava never really runs you more than like a really good one. Let me look. I think it's like the most you can like spend on a cava. I think it's like 50 bucks, which is so expensive, but... Nothing compared to champagne. Nothing though. compared to champagne. Yeah, like $53 is Grand Reserva, which is generally the best of a vintage, which is great. Right? And for every day, it's dry, it's delicious, yeah, it's fruity. So it's one of my favorites. Um, it goes great with all the same things that champagne does. Life. So think life in general. Just joyful life. Life. Cheese. Mm. Um, I love I love it with like a really stinky cheese. Like if I'm gonna do if I'm all like I just wanna I want like a really nasty blue cheese. I love fucking blue cheese. I love blue cheese. It does not get enough hype. When I'm in a restaurant and a waiter or like a server recommends like mm, maybe you should substitute with like a goat cheese instead, I'm like you know nothing. Get the fuck away from me and give me your nastiest, bluest, stankiest blue cheese See, that you I have. I love so good. blue and gorgonzola like that. Like, oh, stingy. so, so good. good. But I, I love don't gorgonzola. do not. I don't like goat cheese. Really? No. Oh, I love goat cheese. I think there's some cheeses that I eat that is made from goat milk, which I know is like different, but I don't like... So you don't goat like cheese. the soft goat cheese. Soft goat cheese. There are also like goat goat milk right. is used in like yeah. They can make hard cheese. Like there's all kinds of some different hard cheeses. cheeses that are made from goat milk. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, but I don't like soft goat cheese. Like you know, like I feel like goat cheese in the past couple of years has become like all the rage. Oh, I, I feel like you like cheese. get like a salad with like beets and goat cheese. Oh, it's so good. That sounds fucking terrible. Do you not like beets? No. Oh, why don't we just put stinky, dirty feet in my mouth? But you like blue cheese? It's a different stink. Yeah, I don't like the flavor of goat cheese, and generally, I'm not the it's the soft goat cheese is like a little too mush for me. I like some soft cheeses, like I like a brie, I like um, like a like spreadable cheeses, like that kind of stuff. But had campazola. I believe so. It sounds super familiar. Like it's I've a cross up. between a brie and a blue. So it's like you get the texture of the brie, but you get the funk of the blue. And it's spectacular. Hmm. Next time you're in your local grocery store, go ask your friendly cheese counter professional and say, yo, hit me with some fucking cambazola. 
It is so good. It is one of my like favorite things. You can kind of bake it the same way you would bake a brie. Mm, okay. And it gets really gooey and mushy. It's got a rind. It's like literally the same thing as brie, but with a blue cheese twist. Okay. It's phenomenal. So it's a mis- mix between camembert, which is like a brie relative, yep, and yep, gorgonzola. Yep. All right. Cambazola. What the hell was that? A door opening. Is that what it was? Yeah. I can never tell if it's a child screaming. It was a door opening. Or the squeak a of a hinge. Squeaky door. Um, maybe I actually don't like a lot of goat cheese. I might be lying. I think it's more sheep. Okay. Sheep milk. Yeah. That's like a pecorino. Yeah. Or like manchego. Manchego. Oh, I love manchego. Mm-hmm. I make a kale salad. With manchego? With a manchego. Sounds delicious. To die for. There's nothing better than a good charcuterie board. Oh, I love a charcuterie board. I really do. I really do. It might be like on my death row meal list. You Just know like last some really good Iberian cold cuts, like some chorizo, salami. You know, I've gotten like weird about the meats with yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, the deli. So the deli meats. I tend to oh, stick God, mostly to just the cheeses and like <laughs> the accompaniments. Am I saying that word right? Accompaniments? Yeah, I'm not going to. It's fine. It's like not part of my fort rep. Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck my life. Words are hard. <laughs> Words, Words are hard. Are hard. <laughs> Anyways, I stick to mostly the cheeses and like pepperoni. Pepperoni is phenomenal. No, I know. But like I've gotten weird. Like I've gotten weird like with a it. red wine pepperoni. No. Oh. Oh. Red wine pepperoni. It's oh, so, so to- good. So they like, have you ever seen <laughs> the sausage get made? Have you ever seen it? No, because that would no. It's meat, chunks of fat, all the spices. And with red wine pepperoni, I'll have to find... There was this amazing... Speaking of like the Boston Marathon route and Wellesley Center, there's this incredible cheese shop. It's called Wasik's Cheese. Is it in the white building? Yeah, Right before you get to that 95 intersection? It's like that. It's like right after Wellesley College. It's way before 95. Oh, okay. So it's in like downtown Wellesley. Yes. It's, in, it's literally in the center of town. Okay. Okay. Wasik's Cheese. We used to go there twice a week. Like when I had first had my first daughter, I'm like, what can we do to get out of the house? I would go to this cheese shop. So funny. Oh, like it's like a cat, like a cave of wonders. Oh. Aladdin's cave of wonders, but cheese, but make it cheese. Stunning. They had this red wine pepperoni, which Mr. Wasik on a Tuesday afternoon had absolutely nothing better to do with his time than educate me. Sweet man, I'm not saying that this is like, you know, annoying. I'm saying that I'm so grateful for his time to educate me about the 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 red wine pepperoni making process. And what they do is they like add the spices. It's like your typical pepperoni situation with the fat and the seasonings and all that. But then they reduce down a bottle of like really good red wine and they add the reduction to the mixture and it gives it this earthy deep whiny taste i can't even describe it's so so good if you ever come across a red wine spiked sausage get it get it hands down you know every time when my sister lived in france and um, in Paris and we went to go visit her and then we we went to Paris an additional or we excuse me we went to France an additional time after they lived there yeah um, I went there a couple times while they were there but it's just like you walk through the streets of like Paris and like when we were in Saint-Emilion 
outside of Bordeaux, like you just like all these like cheese shops and you just like go like wine shops and you like go in. Like there's no grocery stores, right? Like there are, but you go to each individual store to buy. Like you get your cheese here, you get your meat here, you get your wine there, you get the vegetables over there. Yeah, like they have like the grocery stores are are much different. They're smaller much, and everything's yeah. so fresh. Like there's yes. no preservatives in it, so it's like you go and you go and get like your eggs, which are sh- shelf stable, or you get like your bread, and it's like, like use it that day. Yeah, and then you go the next day to get yes. more shit. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like a daily ritual that you yeah. do, which is lovely. And honestly, I would much prefer to shop that way. I don't want the same thing for like for lifestyle purposes. I make things in bulk. Like I've made, what did I make this week? I made like a sun-dried tomato chicken with Parmesan rice. And then I made a um, mushroom spinach, lemon spinach pork chop situation with other kinds of rice, like a mushroom Mm -hmm. porcini rice. And I make a vat of it, like a giant thing of it. So at least for three, four days... My kids and my husband, like, I'll eat something different for dinner because I'm on a weight loss journey. But they will have food for the week. And I don't need to worry about cooking every single night. Right, yeah. But in a perfect world, I, I we've talked about this. I love to cook. I would love to be able to go to the grocery store every day, find things that inspire me, and make, like, some kind of unique meal every you day. You should see what I, I oh, did this morning on my grocery shopping stunning. adventure. What did you do? I mean, talk about buying in fucking bulk. Oh, it's I obscene. It. I mean, like, I texted Ryan because I don't really do the grocery shopping. I'm not, like, great at it. And you know what? He likes to do it. So, like, power to you because I despise it. Um, I get, like, super distracted. Like, my ADHD is like, Anyways, brain. yes. I spent an obscene amount of money and I had to text him how much I spent at BJ's and Wegmans. It's like, yeah. it would like the number hurt to say out loud the amount of money I spent and obviously like privileged enough to have that and be able to afford it and whatnot. But I mean, like I bought a lot of like, I bought a lot of meat. Yeah. I have no idea what I bought really at BJ's that equated to an over $300 bill because it required it, no meat. There was no meat bought at BJ's. Yeah. Oh, man. Diapers. But anyways, I bought like, how many pounds of beef did I buy? Six pounds. Six pounds of ground beef. It's like Again? My, I, do it, I do it often. Oh, my God. I, I feel like that's your go-to. It you is have like this itch. The second you walk into where's the ground beef? Where's the ground beef? Yeah. Where's the ground beef? And you buy obscene quantities of it obscene quantities because i'm like it's so good like we just like we freeze it in like one pound packages or one half pound packages and i can like grab it and quickly make like a chili or like so why don't you just buy the one pound packages because really i want to like get back on eating better and so when i was eating really well after when ava was about five months old I was eating a ton of, like, ground beef. Like, I would yeah. just, like, eat ground beef. You throw it on a salad. You make, like, taco meat. You just, like, make it in bulk. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty plain, and that's fine. I yeah. quickly would just, like, grab a four-ounce portion and eat it. So I was like, this is what I'm going to buy. But then I saw steak. So I had, like, four Ugh. steaks. So that was, like... I just ordered a bunch of steak online. So much money. It's so I ridiculous. I found this place. It's, like, an online CSA. Mm. Uh, but it's for me... And you can buy, like, a portion of a cow, and you can kind of pick and choose the different cuts that you want. And it's being packaged. The cow is being killed this week. 
and it will be packaged and sent to me. Do you get to choose like um, what you want? To a certain extent. Like to a certain extent you say, I definitely want this. I definitely want like, that. Like I want ground like, beef or I want all fillets or I want like You can't get house. all fillets. You, can you can't get like all of one thing. Okay. Right. But you can pick and choose like a certain portion of it. Like I want this. I want this. I okay. want this. Or like make sure I get this or this or this in okay. my package. And the rest of it's kind of up to the butcher. So you'll get like a certain amount of ground meat. You'll get a certain amount of chuck. You'll get a certain amount of ribeyes. Okay. Fillets, strips, all of that. But then there's also the cuts like a fucking bavette. It's just like this chunk of meat. Mm-hmm. Comes from, a, I don't even know what fucking part of the cow. But it's like this really, like it's just not, there are so many, there are so many parts of an animal that are not sold in grocery stores, especially here in the U.S. Because it's just such a taboo to eat them, which is so weird to me because I will eat anything. Like beef tongue. Have you ever had beef tongue? It's so good. Uh, cheek. Cheek is, well, cheek is a muscle, and that's also phenomenal. Like, like I think guanciale. I had, I had it beef cheek in Iceland on, oh, like, top of, like, a so burger or something good. because I was shit-faced, and I was like, yeah, let's give it a whirl. It's so good, beef <laughs> cheek, because it gets so much use. It's obviously the cow's chewing, and the muscle gets a lot of use. It needs to be cooked for a very long period of time, but it's also really fatty because it's in the face. Yeah. There's a lot of connective tissue. It's delicious. We went and got dim sum the other night. Chicken feet. So good. Ugh. It's so good. Listen, don't knock this shit until you've tried it. It's like really like gelatinous. and <laughs> She's literally gagging. In gelatinous? Front of- that is not a word that I want to use but to it's describe like, my food. Especially me. Delicious. Ugh. I can't explain it. It's just like it's fatty. But there's also like meat and it's so it's so good what i'm trying to say is that there are so many other parts of the animal that we don't eat here that the rest of the world does eat and there are there are whole restaurants devoted to this kind of cuisine where it's you know off the beaten path and like there's no there's no filet on the menu there's no strip on the menu it's like beef cheek and tongue and oxtail and oh god just so good so so good it's just like not my jam i'm not adventurous and that i'm not adventurous when it comes to food oh my god i will eat anything well that's not true i have recently been i've watched this series maybe 10 times over it's the andrew zimmern weird eats what is it weird eats weird food okay Mm -hmm. um hold on let me look up the actual name in case anybody wants to watch it and my kids love it too like Anthony, um, is it like similar to like Anthony? It's Anthony kind of Bourdain? like an Anthony Bourdain uh, bizarre foods with um, Andrew Zimmern. Mm-hmm. It's on Discovery Plus if you have that app subscription. And he goes all over the world, like Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. Yeah, his, yeah. His show, he would go everywhere and eat anything. Andrew Zimmern does the same thing, but Andrew Zimmern does like genuinely weird shit. Like he went to I was at Thailand. And ate a fertilized duck egg. Like, it's a fertilized, but it's like 18 days after fertilization. So it's like half embryo, half egg. They steam it, and you put soy sauce and vinegar on it, and you eat it. Thank you. That might be a little bit out of my realm of comfort. But in general, I love weird food. Uh, I'm like, I'm not trying to eat bugs, stuff like that. They're an amazing source of protein, and sustain a lot of people around the world mm-hmm. but 
answer. It's just, it's not for me personally. Not for me. Journey's not for me. Journey yeah. is not for me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's a, that's a hard bridge to cross. That's maybe a bridge too far. A lot of, a lot of metaphors being used in this. In I'm not going to cross that bridge. Yeah. Bridges. All the bridges. I'm going to stay on this side of the bridge. Yep. We're not going to go to that pasture I'm over gonna yonder. Wave to you on that side. Cheers to you, motherfucker. Cheers. I'll eat, I'll eat <laughs> literally anything but bugs and fertilized things. I'll eat anything that comes out of the ocean. Nope. Octopus, Oof, squid, no. any kind of fish, lobster, obviously, shellfish of any kind, anything that comes in a shell, you name it. Crabs, any kind of crab, you name it, I'm there. Like, I don't eat seafood. I know you don't, which makes me so sad for you. I love seafood. I feel like I'm too, not not to say I'm old, but it's like, I'm. T- it's too hard to change my ways now. You're not um, into acquiring new tastes. Yeah. You're like, I like what I like and that's, you yeah. know, I, I'm good. I'm living. I'm, I'm. Yeah. That's where I want to stay. I right. understand that. I do. Yeah. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying also is that you're missing out, bitch. Because, dude, fucking lobster and shit. You mean something you've never had? You've never driven up to the Redneck Riviera that is Hampton Beach and sat at Brown's and had a lobster overlooking the beautiful nuclear power plant? Is that what you're saying to me? I mean, my parents live in Maine. You've never had a lobster? No, I don't think so. I swear, if I just fried, like if I cut a lobster tail into nuggets and I fried it and I gave it to you, it was like, oh, it's like this, I don't know. I don't even know what you would call acceptable. It's definitely not chicken. I couldn't tell you it was chicken. You would know immediately. I don't know. I don't just, know. Can... just blind taste test. You'd be like, this is fucking delicious. I'm sure I would, but like now it's like it's like a mental game. Okay, so next no. next week, I'm going to cook a lobster and you're going you're gonna to take a bite of a lobster tail. All right, fine. Really? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna. But cook. like, I'm there's like places that I will. I have like hard stops. So like, fine, I'll try a lobster. Okay. Um, but I would for sure never eat something slimy. Like what? Uh, well, oysters. Okay, that's fair. I understand that. I understand oysters. Then they're not for everybody. Sushi, no. What? I know. I know. How 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 have you gotten this long without without eating sushi? That blows my mind especially because we where we live like yeah. living in new england i know i know but alas that's me she's topping off our glasses ladies and gents Here. let's take a yeah i think you can top it off with that a, a little bit of room. look at that perfection <laughs> That bottle went quick. Yeah, sure it did. Bottle went quick. This is actually really good. It is. I'm very impressed with it. Baraska, Baraska, Kava, Kava Brut. So so yummy. It was really good. Um, okay, so switching pace. Did you know there's such thing as a vajacial? I'm assuming it's a facial for your vagina. It's a facial for your, for your vagina. Labia? Let me let me read to you the description of this of this service. Like for your labia. I mean, that's what you're... I think it includes the labia. I think it's the entire uh, pubic area. Okay, cool, cool, cool. 
Uh, the Jacial is typically a 15-minute treatment, which includes a cleanse, mild en- enzyme exfoliant, extraction of ingrown hairs, followed by a custom mask completed with a skin brightening serum or spot treatment. A light chemical peel can also be done in this area. I love a good self-care moment. Yep. And, you know, that shouldn't be just exclusive to your face. Let's get the vagina in on the action. Was it Chrissy Teigen that was seen doing, like, the steam facial on her vagina once? Vajayjay steaming is, is... actually like an ancient practice yes i think it was chrissy teigen which has by the way just disclaimer has been um very strongly advised against by the american board of gynecology they're like leave your vagina alone yeah so like because it's like it's like it's like a it's meant to be like an internal thing as well oh and you're not supposed to fuck with it because it's like a self. It's like one it's of those a like self cleaning or- organs. It's a pH balance situation. You don't want to be, you know, steaming, having a crawfish boil, and then sit on top of it. I mean, that's what and she be was like, doing. Yeah, no. after her second baby. Yes, yes. Ago. I have yep. I have seen the ritual happen, and I have to say that I find it to be fucking ridiculous. But are you in for vajayshals? It's like it's just the exterior skin. I know, but I'm just so asking. yes. Yeah, I would cool. totally do a vajayshal. I want to like find a-, a place around here that does them. Does I would it, do it. Does it include a wax first? So I would go get wax first. One hundred percent. I think you would get the most out of your treatment that way. I mean, otherwise that facial would be. It's just you can't. <laughs> I mean, you have to like really. You would have to just you know. It's like the, like the shit that they marched the POWs through in Vietnam. Do you know what I mean? It's a war zone down there for people who don't. Uh, listen. No, I think it's Body fine, hair is but- normal. If that's what you want to do, you want a 70s style bush, more power to you. I think. For me, it's a no. How do you cross your legs? Like, I'm serious. Like, how does that happen? I think the hair is fine. I just wouldn't be get having hair down there and then getting a vajayshal. Because then you know what they would do? They would also shampoo it. Like a full like scrub. I'm all, Okay. I'm Just think p- of it like you're at the no, hair salon, I I actually don't and they're they've it. got their fingers all in there, and they're like working it around, scrub, 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 Sweet. and they would do that on your vagine. I found some, several. Where around here? Uh, Can we do it together, like a couples thing? Sweet nothing spa that provides sounds promising. Four point nine stars, three plus years in business. It is located in Boston, Massachusetts. I feel like this is the place you would get a happy ending at. I wouldn't want to go to anyone else. I've also had a vajayshal done by her, and it was such a relaxing experience. I I want to get this done. Send me the link. Sweet Nothing Spa. It's an all-natural sugaring and beauty service located in the greater Boston area. They were established in 2019, and they do sugar sugaring hair removal as well as skincare, eyelash, and eyebrow services. Okay. I guess they're now located in Boston's North End. They moved... Facials, massages, vajayshals, sugaring. Vajayshals, one of our most popular services. Wow. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have my in-laws come over and watch my kids. And go get a vajayshal? Go get my hair done because I'm overdue. I've, I have now begun down the road of um, regular hair maintenance. 
Cause did like, you not before? I maybe got my haircut once a year, once every eighteen months. And you don't color it. I do, but I use a box of dye. Okay, like I'm not like that's not my thing. Like it's I have really nice hair, and I just like whatever it does what it does. Uh-huh. It, it, like I do, it doesn't require a lot of maintenance. My hair is naturally dark, so just putting a darker color on top. You just own it. That's good. It looks beautiful. Doesn't really doesn't really require a professional to intervene. Yeah, fair. But. I went back to my old hair guy who actually DM'd me on Instagram. Shout out to Kevin at Avante Salon in Boston because he started listening to the podcast. He's like, you're fucking hilarious. Please come back. I miss you. So I went in January. You went in January. Sometime in January. And he, I was like, make me look like Miss Texas. Blow this shit out. Give me lots of layers. I want. Uh, I wanted to be giving State Fair Butter Queen like just big, the gigantic, the closer to God. How are the hair the closer to God? Okay, and he did. He oh. delivered, and it was fucking massive, and it deflated because my hair is very heavy and very coarse. Mm-hmm. Same. And, you know, maybe 30 minutes later, it still looked lovely, and it was bouncy and curly and whatever, but it wasn't as. It wasn't tickling the Lord's taint as it was when I left the salon, but the the volume, like the the body, was still there. Yeah, which was my goal. Um, but maybe I'll throw this into the mix. So throw if you're going to get if you're going to get a wax or sugar wax, or whatever, it's yeah. recommended you wait at least seven to ten days to come. To, to <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Sorry, the sentence ended in a really odd spot. I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. I, I'm going to make an inference. I don't think it's the correct one. Could you clarify, okay. please? It's recommended if you're getting a vajayshul that you wait 7 to 10 days after a wax to get one. So wax a week, week later. to 10 days yeah. prior and then go to get the vajayshul. Yeah, and includes Duly noted. deep cleanse, like you said, exfoliation, ingrown hair extraction, and a customized hydration mask, less discoloration, can t- completely transform your skin's health, leaving you happy with both the results and how you feel. I mean, I want my vagina to feel like a baby's ass. I think that that's, that's a wonderful thing. The more care and love we give to our vaginas, the happier we are as women. And that's, there's a direct correlation there. That, that someone somewhere needs to get like some, needs to get some government dollars to research that. The wine is really hitting me right now. Yeah, I was just saying that because I The just wine is really hitting me right now. Okay, Joe Biden, if you're listening, we need research dollars to research the relationship between women's happiness and also the care of their vaginas. Because I'm pretty sure there is a link. There's a link and we can cure something if we successfully make this correlation. I want to do more shows drunk. Can we record tomorrow too and we'll drink another bottle? I'm so confused because I think I just fell asleep. (laughs) She did one of her 60 second blackouts. Which hasn't, I, not that I've noticed, hasn't happened on this show in a while. No. She's locked and fucking loaded, yeah. people. She's here, fully present with us. Woo! Present. Give a little woo. I, I think we need to drink another bottle of this tomorrow. Should we record like a bonus episode? Because this is really good. This is the cob I'm going to get from now on. 
Yeah, it's so funny because I've never been a wine drinker. Yeah, you ever. said that. Except for my jam jar episode of 2014, which, you know, what actually, no, 2008. Um, but other than that, never. I love wine. Never. But this is fantastic. It goes down smooth. It's light. It's bu- I do love bubbles. One of my favorite wines, and it's such an old school Italian thing, it reminds me of my childhood because all of my relatives drink it, is Lambrusco, which is a sparkling red wine. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's so good. I love Lambrusco. That was my first love as far as wine is concerned. Okay? <laughs> Calm down, everyone. But maybe my first love in general. I don't know. Maybe. We, we, the jury's still on that. But Lambrusco is fantastic. But this Cava, Barasco. Okay, speaking Cava. of alcohol. Oh, yeah. Let's talk what? About <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Um, what was your first drink? My first drink ever, I think, was wine. You think? I'm, pre- I'm trying like, to like rack my brain this to like. What I have I a had the crazy first time. cousin who I'm pretty sure now is incarcerated. I believe, De- like something. She's definitely somewhere doing something sketchy. If not, she's in jail. Um, who <laughs> I gave love that you don't me? Know her whereabouts. Not nope. TBD. We don't know. We'll have to do a wellness check. Or last, actually, no, that's a lie. Last I heard, she's in the backwoods of New Hampshire, uh, living off the land, potentially a in a cult. We don't know. Cool, cool. Um, she got some kind of like her father, who was also a drug addict, died, but he came from crazy money, and she got an inheritance when he died. And bought a house in the same town that I grew up in. Squandered that away. But before she did, I would babysit her kids. And she would give me, at some points, bottles of wine as payment. Now, mind you. Please tell me, how old were you? I was 12. Oh. Kate's like, I wasn't expecting it to get dark. I believe I was, I was like 16. No, I was 12 feels. 12. Number one, a lot of lot of layers here. Yeah, there's a number lot. Number one, you're I don't know if, don't trusting. Know if we have time to unpack all of it. We'll just go through the top two, right? So number one, you're <laughs> trusting a 12-year-old to watch your two children who were like three and five at the time. Sure. She'd be out. I had like a room at her house. I would sleep over. She would be out until all hours of the morning. I would watch her kids, put them to bed, whatever. She would trust me as a 12-year-old to watch over her children. Two children. Um, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, she would pay me in alcohol. Yeah. And she would give me alcohol before she left for the night. She's like, here, have this bottle of wine. I'm going to start drinking. Do you want one? Like, she'd be pre-gaming, and then she'd be like, you need to drink with me because I need a drinking buddy before I get in my car and drive myself to the bar. It was like 12. I'm pretty sure it was wine. Actually, I think it was like a bubbly wine, probably huh. Prosecco or something like that. Yeah, so my first drink was wine. And my cousin, who whereabouts unknown, gave it to me right before I was to watch her children. Yeah. All right. What about you, Kate? I can't remember if I like 
took a swig of vodka from my parents' cabinet. I think that's how most of it starts. Like, I just, like, took, like, a swig of, like, Stoli vanilla. Ugh, Stoli vanilla. Stoli watermelon. A lot of memories of Stoli watermelon. Or if it was, like, high school football game and I put some, like, Godiva. Oh, that was the best. Getting drunk at a high school, like, a pep rally, a high school football game. Like, I don't know if it was, like, if I put, like, Bailey's or Godiva liqueur. Getting drunk at a high school, like a pep rally, a football game. Siri doesn't know how to respond. I don't know how to respond to that. Okay, um, Siri. You're lame. Or if I put like Godiva liqueur or Bailey's in like a cup and brought it and put it in my hot chocolate. Oh, I can't yeah. remember which which came first. Yep. The Stoli or the Godiva. But regardless, I feel but like regardless, that's a I mean, very normal, but like, <laughs> normal first drinking experience. Can we talk about the fact that like it just... Um, preface the fact of my drinking experience for the rest of my life like my love for chocolate martinis really, like the fact that that was there, probably again, it. we need government dollars to research this yeah there it is first experiences really kind of paving the way for all-time loves <laughs> what, what do we think of that that's some academic <laughs> shit right there okay tried really she hard. gets a little loose she drinks some kava at it's only 1.30 in the afternoon, and suddenly we're fucking philosophers. We're goddamn Aristotle. We're changing the world. Changing One cob at a time. I am also burping like you could not believe. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit so much of this out. It's going to be such a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> the burping? The burping, because it's like under my breath, but I know the microphone's picking it up. <laughs> I- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always actually like under my breath. I'm like, oh shit. There's another one. There's another one I got to edit out. Fuck. I need to become a professional sound tech. That's my kid. (laughs) She's awake. I mean, I don't think she ever went to sleep. Oh, I just fucking bit my lip again. I gave her some arts and crafts to do in her bedroom. Oh, that should be fun to clean up. It's just like pipe cleaners and cotton balls. She likes to make (sighs) rainbows. I keep biting the same freaking spot in my lip. That's because once you bite it once, it swells. Thursday night, I bit it at the Mexican place. Dude, that Mexican place was so good. It was so good, but now I keep Shout biting Shout out to my Tequilas in, in Hudson, Massachusetts. That Hudson, place is Massachusetts fantastic. is underrated. Oh my God, there's Love so many place. fun things. My plumber is from Hudson. He's also. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. I was more thinking like really cool establishments. Yeah, Hudson's underrated. My plumber's from there. Shout out to my fucking plumber. I was going to that. Shout out Randy. His name is literally Randy. He's like 21 years old. I'm like, who gave you this name, Randy? You're not old enough to be named Randy. Regardless. Um... He, like, gave me the rundown on all the cool spots to go. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all the places that I already go. So, so you feel, fucking cool now. You feel super hip. It feels super hip. Do you know that? He's like, do you know there's a speakeasy in Hudson? I'm like, I do. I've been there. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's where you're supposed to go. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I know, Randy. Good dude. Great guy. Awesome. Great plumber. Can snake a toilet like nobody's business. McKenna, <laughs> what are you doing? All I see is my peripheral vision or fucking bunny ears. Come here. Just come here. Why? Okay, then go upstairs. Go. I'll be up there in a minute. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that kid hasn't been asleep the entire time. No, not at all. She's been. I don't even know what she's doing up there. 
She's. I gave her like pipe cleaners. Well, is and... her room right here? No, it's over here. Okay, what is up here? Right. What That's is up... my bathroom, and a hallway. That's why you can hear her running back and forth. But like, she going into your bathroom? <laughs> no, she's going into the bathroom that's over here. Okay. All right. That I know of. <laughs> TBD. I'll let you know. I'll text you. You didn't give her scissors or glue? No, no scissors, no glue. Uh, just pipe cleaners and cotton, cotton balls. balls. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Kate, what do you got going on this week? <laughs> um, not a whole lot. I was actually just thinking. I was like, oh, wow, I have the weekend off from work, which is exciting. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't even know. I have – I'm going to do yard work. Mm. that's for sure my semester is ending this week i have um finals and i think i'm only gonna take like one class over the summer yeah take it easy yeah i take one class over the summer my husband's like you don't need to be doing classes at this pace like i don't know what you're in such a hurry to do i'm like i just want it to be done yeah i want this leg of the journey to be over with so I'm going to start, especially once the girls go back to school, like McKenna will be in kindergarten, my middle will be in school five days a week, and I'll just have the baby home with me, and she naps, and maybe we'll think about like some kind of out-of-the-home enrichment for her. I'll have a lot of time to just kind of plow through classes, which will be great. Block your time. Block my time, exactly, which will be lovely. Um, but yeah. I got a lot of yard work to do. Do you know Home Depot is sold out of mulch? They're fucking sold out. Do you see that? Do you see what I'm talking about? I mean, that was not under your breath. That like full, that that bird came from like the depths oh, within oh, your. Oh, yep, a lot of bubbles. A <laughs> lot of bubbles. They're sold out of mulch. Wow, I feel like it's so early. I'm hoping they have a restock because Mama needs mulch. Why don't you buy in bulk? I did. I mean, why don't As you I was buy? Looking. No, I, like, I was looking at both bags and bulk. Yeah, there's nothing to be had. The dump truck. There's nothing to be had via Home Depot. I'm gonna go to probably to the nursery that we have an account with, but via credit card expenditures, we have a lot of credit card points, and one way we can redeem those points is via Home Depot gift cards. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of helps to go through the HD for these types of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll do what we have to do. We need mulch, and we'll get mulch. What about you? What do you got going on this week? You already asked me. I did. Fuck. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue finishing my glass of kava. And, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for this week. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Adios, motherfuckers.